Listeners, and welcome to this bite-sized episode of Girls Interrupting. With me, as always, are Shelby. Well, hello. Beatrice. Yes, hello. And Jackie. Woo woo. This week's episode, we are going to talk about my favorite time of every two years. Uh, Captain America has a new movie in theaters. And we're here to talk about it. I, of course, loved it. Not only because I love Cap, but also because it was a damn fine film. What about you guys? I loved it. That was great. I will agree that the the quality of filmmaking was right on par with Winter Soldier. Like it was, it it was, was right uh, right there. I mean, I it think, was like the same guys did it. And yeah. it was very much like they yeah. knew the story they wanted to tell and they told it really well. I I mean, the ranking thing is still pretty hard. I've seen it three times now, and I still think I need to see it more before I can definitively say where I'm going to put Should it. Should we just let's just everybody <laughs> rank right now? But let's I just think get this out there. so much pressure. But I think I think I like Winter Soldier better still. I agree. That's agreed. Fair. I agree as well. I think it's a great yeah. movie. This is no, no, not no. It's a slight like, on the it's movie like at all. It's like centimeters below exactly, Winter but Soldier. It's definitely still... better than Avengers 2. Yeah. Um, oh, God, Avengers yeah. 2 is at the bottom it's a low of bar. the list. It's at the, the bottom of the list. I don't hate it as not much the, as everyone does. Not the very bottom. It's pretty close. I don't know. What's at the bottom of the list? Iron, Iron Man 3. You're both wrong, <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> I mean, she's wrong. I'm right. <laughs> Iron Man 3 was a garbage fire It movie. was not. Oh, I it's like absolute Iron Man 3. I fire. like Iron Man 3 because it actually talks 100%. about PTSD and what it means to have anxiety and how to like get through it and depend on those around you and open yourself up to the possibilities I'm never of... watching it again. All right. Ever. Cool. All right. I thought the villain was dumb <laughs> in Iron Man 2. Ricky Rourke with his stupid yeah, lashes. Yeah, with his stupid lashes. That was stupid. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. That's but fair. this movie, this movie was this great. This movie. Back to Captain America 3. Uh, I loved that there was no real super villain. Yeah. Then, uh, the villain is us. I <laughs> will say, though, that the villain plotline is the weakest part of this film. I Again, I think I have to disagree. Um, I like that it's not a world domination villain. I like that it's personal vengeance. No, I great. Like he just it, actually couldn't do all the things that he did. It doesn't. There's like holes. Discuss them for me, please. He couldn't have possibly known that the Wakandans were going to be in that building. That How? Wanda Why up... wouldn't he know that? Because it was, he couldn't it have known a, that she was going to... It was publicly gonna... nationalized that they were having this meeting in Vienna. How Just... could he know that they were going to hurt the Wakandans in that building? What? But which building are you talking about? In the oh, very no, beginning of the in, movie. No, and, and she, that and the doesn't whole have reason, anything to do yes, with... Yes, it does. The whole reason why they have the, the Accords is because the Wakandan president is pissed that the Wakandans die. Well, I mean, technically, all he had to do was wait for something like that to happen. Yeah, but I'm saying that we're, he's taking credit for it, and I don't think that I that... don't know if he was taking credit for that. I think that is a thing that happened that gave him the ability to put his plans into been, motion. Uh, well, okay. see, yeah. Disagree to... I mean, I disagree. Like, I think that they were saying that he masterminded this whole plot to get them to the place where they were. When did they And the say- only way that he would get them in that building is if all of those things had come together well, like they did, which was great, but it's just a little too convenient. Well, I felt like what he, what his plan was, was to get himself in the same room as Bucky. Bucky. And so in order but to... But he couldn't have found Bucky unless he had a reason, you know, well, he, to he, bomb them in the middle of the court. Yeah, but he, all he really had to do was bomb the, the UN. UN. He didn't have to bomb exactly those people. He literally just had to bomb any, like, world-based Yeah, but they wouldn't building. have been at heads unless... You know, no, there wouldn't I have think, been the same level of, of I think fighting, the, infighting. The only thing that he was waiting for was the story of what happened in 1991. And that is how he was going to start the infighting. The thing that happened in Lagos was just dumb ass luck. 
And then bombing the UN while the Wakandan guy was there, that was just luck based off of the first luck in Lagos. I think if Lagos hadn't happened, he still could have bombed the UN at any day at any time in the prosthesis. Yeah, and yeah, then sure. and his, but it wouldn't his have had plan same, would have gone off. I don't think his plan would have worked as well. Well, yeah. I th- How? Like, because we, like it's all about, about Tony's anger. It has nothing to do with the Avengers actually fighting each other or the Slovakia Accords. It's about Tony being pissed that the Winter Soldier, who is Steve Rogers' best friend, killed his mom. Okay. I mean, I, you know, I disagree. Like, it's like, I think I think that it was just too convenient. Okay. All right. I just never really connected the Lago stuff with um, him. I never... It didn't feel to me at all that they were saying that he had somehow planned that. Awesome. Cool. Guys, I love Bucky a lot. His hair's dumb. Your hair is dumb. What's your problem? Like, cut it. <laughs> Why should he cut his hair? Uh, He's just for the same reason Black Widow should tie her hair up in battle. But no. it looks so good. They both look way too sexy. I don't care. Really? Bucky? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. We're going to have to disagree. We're going to have to agree to disagree oh on God, that, too, man. Like so much infighting. You guys are having our own civil war this right like, now. This is like the last time we got into this big of an argument was the last, <laughs> was the last time we did a movie. Yeah, I think that might be right. No, I love Bucky a lot. He's okay beyond he's my his bae. outer shell, Shelby. I don't know. Can you get past? Stop being so shallow. Um, I I'm gonna tell you the truth. Uh oh. Uh oh. I was Team Iron Man. I was like, buddy, <gasps> the whole time. What? Yeah. The whole time you believe in the Accords. I believe that Captain America was being ridiculous, protecting his murdery best friend, like, all over the place. I'm sorry. Okay, He's forget ridiculous. Forget the murdery wow. best friend. Ridiculous. Forget the murdery wow. best friend. Let's go back to you believe in the Accords. You can't forget about the murdery best friend, because that's the only reason Cap was so against it. That's not true. No. I no. That's not true at all. That's he was true. against it before they even knew before that Bucky, Bucky was... Before Bucky even was there. Uh, he was reading it and saying, I'm not going to fucking sign this. Yeah, but... That... They, 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 the whole fulcrum of the movie comes off because of he's protect he's he's ir- he's going too far like everything he does is a little like he has one hot button one just the one where he gets a little overzealous and it's bucky barnes like he he can't have one major flaw. no not if he's like the hero that he says he is that he doesn't need these accords and he proves time and time and time again in this movie that he does Except that they were literally set, like, shoot to kill someone who didn't do it. But he's at done the a time, lot of shit. Also, and, but like, at the time... But he was brainwashed. At the it time... Wasn't it wasn't even... He should be put down. But we also didn't oh know... Oh, my God! We 100%... What? But at the time... So he was, are you kidding me? No, like, I'm not kidding. literally brainwashed by, zomb- by Nazis. Exactly. Really? So, technically, Natasha should also be put down. She's in control. So, should the, so should the he, Hulk. He's um, not in control Natasha, when she was run by the Red Room, was not in control of herself. No, but she is now. That's, that's an well, entirely he, different thing. He never got a chance like he she did. He needs time and therapy. And so he put himself back into ice and did none of that because he knows how out well, of control he is. Oh my god, that's a movie cop out. That that frankly, I was really okay. Sad but about we're that. also living in the movie universe, right? Yeah, now, you right? can't say that the writing, the writing, the writing, and then Bucky as a person. That's not fair. They're all the same. I actually okay. disagree that it was a movie cop out. I think they're doing that. I am hoping they're doing that because they're gonna. We are thinking they're gonna bring in Doctor Strange to fix his brain. I am actually, he went into the ice in order to protect because he didn't want what happened in this movie to happen again. Also, this gives them time to build him a new arm and it gives us time to like fix all the stuff and then he'll be like more acceptable for Avengers 3. But I can't believe that you actually think that he needs to be 
killed for stuff that he did not do of his own free will, that he was brainwashed and forced into 70 years of assassinations without his consent. It's very sad that he got brainwashed and he was forced to do all those murders, but he's literally a danger to himself. How many people died when they were all fighting? How many innocent people died with cat protecting... The only, time, the only time people died when Bucky was in the thing is when he was, again, the Winter Soldier escaping from the CIA site in Berlin. Because, because he was the soldier. Because he was reactivated. So Bucky didn't do that. that the in, Winter Soldier did You're that. saying that entire fight from the moment Cat finds Bucky in his apartment to the end of the movie, not a single innocent person got hurt or died. I'm not saying they didn't get hurt. I'm saying nobody died. I would disagree with that. Well, we're going to have to go watch it again. <laughs> I mean, they may not even show it on screen. No, that's not. It's hard to gauge sometimes, you know, um, whether or not you're supposed to believe that somebody dies in a movie. Because a lot of times you see people get punched in the face. And like in reality, if somebody got hit in the face that hard, their whole face would explode. Yeah, they're superheroes, but not the normal people, I yeah. think. I think my problem is, is that they're... Captain America allows an unreasonable amount of danger and destruction and damage to go on to protect his friend, causing innumerable. I I think people probably died with, with with him protecting his friend, and I don't think Bucky's life is worth all the lives of these innocent people. And I think that's the irrational problem that I have with Captain America. Supposed to be this hero that doesn't need to have the UN Accords, mm-hmm. and yet he's letting all these people die for his friend. I think that's even, you know, I think you're hitting on something with uh, why Black Widow was more willing to kind of sign these accords too, because she does know what it's feel like to not necessarily um, be in control of what she's doing, right? And Mm -hmm. so I think that makes me see her side of it a little clearer, because if you think about that, then she understands why these protections are in place, Mm -hmm. right? And I think she still feels like she owes the world something yeah a debt yeah well my my problem is that while i agree with the basic idea of it's always good to have oversight my my problem i think is the what what steve says initially is that what if they want to tell us to go to a place that we feel is wrong what if we want to go to a place and they say that we can't and we all know that bureaucracy is slow moving and the avengers are supposed to be a, a quick reaction deployment so i mean how do you how do you manage that kind of oversight and still have the kind of quick deployment that you need when something is happening immediately? I mean, they have that already with black ops and the armies and things like that. It's not like there isn't people that make those decisions. I think it becomes like one of those things that it's like you, you know, you, they say that like the best government in the world would be a benevolent dictator because there's this one person who's 100% morally right all the time and acts to preserve that mor- that moral pureness. And I think that the Avengers are very self-righteous and are very um, thinking they're always doing the right thing. And I think it's not, you know, if you're looking at it from the, the rest of the world, because I think we as the audience go in saying the Avengers, of course they're right. They're just trying to do the good thing. But you're looking at, you know, the other six, seven billion people on the planet that are like, who are these people that are saying that they're in charge of everything and they get to decide who gets to be fought and who doesn't like who gives them the right to decide where to fight. I will say though, at the same token, do you think they were wrong to go into any of those situations in the previous movies that they did go into? I can see the argument about like vision, the escalation. I think this is like, it's an old Batman comic. I think Mm -hmm. he's he's talking with Nightwing and Batman's like, well, I have to do this because of all these bad guys. And Robin is like, okay, but how much of these bad guys exist because you exist? And Mm -hmm. it becomes this escalation of superheroing and supervillaining. Yeah. So it's kind of like, do they create their enemies or they, do they bring their enemies up to a level? 
Well, I mean, for, arguably, I mean, well, I, f- I feel like that Ultron was definitely created by them. Well, right? yeah, I mean, that's yeah. 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 But like you're but you're talking about, I think, an, a natural escalation of like we look at the first Iron Man movie and Tony built that suit in response to a specific situation and then applied it to other situations. And then someone saw the escalation of that suit and says, well, I have to beat that suit. So I'm gonna make this. Mm-hmm. And so then he has to make his suit better to beat that guy mm-hmm. and it just on and on and on and on. Yeah. And so, so I, I guess that's almost like the inevitability of progress, you mm-hmm. know, of, oh. of invention, that we keep building better and better weapons yeah. the same way that we guess I, in this world keep building better and better supervillains. Yeah, and it becomes whose finger should be on that button. And I mean, I guess in the end, it's really, there really shouldn't be a button. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. But we, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I mean, I think we know 99% of the time that Steve Rogers is a good guy and he's going to make the right decision, but it's hard to say... That other people would have that same opinion. You know, that we get to be in his head and we get to see everything from his perspective. And, you know, assuming that the other, rest of the world doesn't, they get to see him once or twice a year on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, how do they know that, that he's going to act in their best interest? He's Captain America, you know? Some guy in some other country is like, well, okay, what about me? He gets blown up in the cross damage. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there's definitely a point, and I think that that's what makes this movie so emotional and mm. so good, right? Is that there is two sides to the story, mm-hmm. and there's definitely you know uh things to think about but the airport scene was so <laughs> fun it was my favorite i loved it you guys didn't like the airport oh no i love it um i would say that um like we, we had talked before about like my my one big gripe with the movie is that this is probably our last solo captain america movie mm-hmm. and we had so many other people in the film that i felt it really took away from what was for me the um, emotional heart of the movie which mm-hmm. is steven bucky's relationship and um, and so I was saying how, oh, I would definitely have sacrificed 10 minutes of fight scene for 10 more minutes of emotional connection. Um, but then, like, watching we, that fight scene we decided, again. We just want 10 extra minutes at the end. Because <laughs> I don't want to lose any of that fight just scene because that fight yeah. scene was great. Add 10 minutes of them just, like, talking to each like, other. Like, Spider-Man's adorable and um, Ant-Man is so funny. And I have to say, I loved the airport scene because it didn't really feel like a fight fight it felt like it they was like were a rumble like they were they were sparring together and everyone was still the having danger room or whatever and yeah. i still think everyone was still having fun right and so it was just kind of one of those i think everyone except for probably iron man and cap and bucky everyone else kind of was having a good time i think yeah. i mean roadie did get a gas truck thrown at him so i'm not entirely <laughs> sure how much fun Rhodey yeah <laughs> he eventually wasn't uh <laughs> oh and then um, things got bad no i i really loved the airport scene i liked that we got to spe- like there were so many different fights going on but you never felt like you were missing anything i liked the way that they shot it you could see everybody's skills against everybody else's i liked that um spider-man had a very specific job that worked for him Mm -hmm. i like i don't know i i thought it was really well done i thought the fact that they could get 12 superheroes into this film and every single one of them got a character arc they all got character development you know everything they did was important and moved along the story of this Mm -hmm. universe Mm -hmm. and i still can't entirely believe that they got that done no, it's it so it's like Scarlet so Witch got two separate arcs. She got an arc of how to be a better superhero and how to live with your mistakes and do better next time. And she got like a teeny tiny little like romantic arc. And it was just, I don't and know how they did it. he was making her yeah. pepper crush. Yeah. That was really so cute. cute. Oh, at the very end, we just saw it last, last night at the very end when he, when Vision stops by to like 
tend to her because you know um roadie hit her with the sonic yeah. whatever and he like lands next to her and instead of rolling away from him she rolled into him like they still all trust well each and other. that's when he got distracted well because yeah. you know the girl he likes is all like in his arms and stuff it's understandable yeah. but i just really like that they they were fighting but they weren't like no one's mad yeah. for real. I liked even when even when uh, Wanda had to put Vision like through four floors. He's still like They're sorry still about okay. that. <laughs> well, but I loved her line about how I can't control their fear. I can, I can only control, control my own. Yes. Yeah. So I wanted great. more of her if I'm honest. But you're I not wrong. Her, there so. could have been way more ladies in this. Yeah. Always, yeah. Too many, too many dicks on the dance floor. More broads, less rods. Where was Maria Hill? Where are the Maria Hills? Well, actually, like straight up, where is Nick still running around Europe? Like we were in Europe. Where... Nick's like he's peaced out. He's, he's on done. He's, he's done. done. He's retired. <laughs> he's, he's, he's over this bullshit. Margaritas. Yeah, he's like I'm done. You know what? I'm done. Hey, how about the Agent Thirteen though? Huh? Agent yeah, Thirteen was great. great. I like that we got to see her be super competent again. That was really nice. I loved uh, the kiss was cute, and then I like, it was when they're cute. Oh it was God. out of nowhere. It. I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute. I don't think it was out of nowhere, and I thought it was pretty cute. I think they have a tension. They've always had a tension. It was, I can feel it. It seemed a little weird. Did like, you watch Captain America uh, Winter Soldier? Like, did you watch that movie at all? No. Oh, that's <laughs> your problem. Well, it's like, I've never I, seen a Marvel movie. Damn well, it. what are you doing on this podcast? I, I particularly like the reaction shot. Like, I thought yeah. that was hilarious. Can we talk about, can we talk about the two separate reaction shots? The first one where he gets can the kiss and she walks away and then he's all like proud of himself and then he glances at the bug and his uh, two buddies are like, hey, uh-huh. nice job. <laughs> and then he's like instantly embarrassed. Can I tell you? Bucky uh, Sam friendship is like my bro TP right now. I love them when they both got webbed, and Bucky's like, "You couldn't have done that earlier." I and Sam's like, you. "I really hate you." <laughs> well, I like they're in the bug, and he's like, "Can you, Can you move your, your seat, seat up? up?" And he's like, "No." no. <laughs> <laughs> and then he shifts to the other side of the bug. Oh my god! I just love all those tiny beats of like real character. Everybody got to be themselves. Everybody was different. Everybody mm-hmm. had value. Everybody was important. And it was a good intro to Spider-Man, too. Oh, yes. my God. And way to, like, take care of your origin for the Spider-Man movie. Hopefully, we won't have to see any of it. Or maybe it'll just be in the credits. But, like, it's done. It's taken care of. We can move forward. And Radioactive Spider. We know. Let's go. Great casting. That kid was so cute as, like, bumbly, nervous, I mean, awkward Peter Parker. May is too young. What? May is way too young. Okay, what? but why? Because she's not that young in the comics. So? So I want her to be older. Like Spider-Man's black now. Do you have a problem about that? Yeah, hey. sure. Sure. Why didn't they make him black in the movie? No, I meant if May can't be younger in the film because she's white in the go- or old in the comics, why is it okay that um, the black Spider-Man exists? Because originally Spider-Man's white. I don't get your logic because well, I don't mind. Like be... he can be black in the thing, but right, I... but then why why can't she be younger? Why does she have to be younger? Why does she have to be old? Because the, she's Aunt May. Yeah, but how old is your aunt? Is your aunt in her 70s? It's yeah. actually, yeah. I believe Action. in the comics, Aunt May is his great aunt. Oh, well, I didn't know that. I always thought it was weird that his grandmother was his aunt. My aunt is the same, is younger than both of my parents. All my aunts. Oh, so that aunt. was always weird for me. But, uh, so Marissa Tomei as aunt makes a hell of a lot more sense to me than... They might have so, made her his actual aunt instead of aunt, his aunt, great aunt. Instead of great aunt. Which makes sense. That's sort of like what they did with um, Sharon and Peggy, where like originally Peggy was supposed to be like her but aunt, just so think, she was like great okay, aunt. So let's go back to it, though. Part of the reason why it sucks that she's younger is because old women don't have any roles in Hollywood anyway. 
you're not wrong about that part that part does blow like so women aren't valuable unless but it's not like it's not like it's not like aunt may is 27 and peter parker is 20 like at least at least it's a 45 50 year old woman who's playing aunt may is she 50 yeah marissa tomei is up there my cousin Vinny. she looks real good she looks real good so good also i really appreciated how she handled tony stark being sexist to her about ants and how she said we come in all sizes Mm, you're not wrong that was good i i had very small i think because i remember seeing something like the comment about they're like she's the same age as tony stark he gets to be iron man and she gets to be aunt Aunt may May. and how i guess that's kind of a shitty thing fucked up too I mean, mm-hmm. but again, I, I more was, rods, less rods. I thought it was wildly inappropriate that Tony was like hitting on her. <laughs> no, that he was like, "Hey, teenager, come yeah. out here and fight." With <laughs> I know. Okay, <laughs> can we talk? Can we talk? Can I just take you to Germany? Can we talk about this, Little Miss? I'm Team Iron Man. He took a teenager across international waters and borders to fight in a superhero fight, and then left him in Berlin. Yeah, no, I have a problem with that. Okay. <laughs> we should talk about that. Because he's like 50. Poor kid. Yeah. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, it was I great. mean, he held his own. He did. He, he did, did a great job. great job. He could have died. Oh, my God. Can we talk about how insulting his little conversation about that really old movie? I uh, know. Okay. Like, that actually pulled me out because I honestly don't think nerdy Peter, Peter Parker, Parker wouldn't know what Star Wars is. I feel like it's very weird that he would refer to it as an old movie. But maybe that's because I'm old. Maybe he said that because he didn't think they would know what it is, and he's trying to hide his or nerdiness. Or he's just making a joke about it. Or I mean, he was just teasing them. Yeah. Oh, because like guys are so old. <laughs> <laughs> I do think. I think. Maybe. I mean, I think Ant Man totally stole the show in a lot of it, though. I thought he was so oh, funny. Ant Man, everything Adorable. he was in. Oh my it god, was his Paul scene. Rudd. Yeah. Paul when he, fucking. <laughs> I'm shaking your hand for a really long time. <laughs> I like it when he's like, "Here's your shield, Captain America." Captain America. <laughs> I also like when he turned to Scarlet Witch. She goes, "I know you too. You're great." <laughs> and, like, and he was tiny, and he was like pulling apart things. And, <laughs> and I like how Tony goes, "Who is talking?" He's like, like, "It's your, your conscience. conscience. We don't talk that much." Or no, when Paul like, Rudd was perfect when he's on the uh, Arrow. <laughs> okay, Arrow guy. He has a name. Does anyone else a name. on our team have any awesome surprising <laughs> powers <laughs> that they want to show? Up? I, I loved his face in the mask when he went all big and caught Rhodey. Yeah. and he's like, ah. <laughs> anyway, this is our extremely long bite-sized episode about Captain America. It's not a bite-sized. This is a full. This, this is a full episode. episode. Full bite. Full it's episode. a uh, Twix bar. There's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, enjoy the second half after this message. We loved it. We had problems with it. We didn't have problems with it. We thought it was great. And uh, we want you to talk to us about it. You can find us on Twitter at Get Interrupted. You can email us your long, 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 complicated thoughts at getinterrupted at gmail.com. We would love that. Talk to us on Facebook. We're very, very active on our beautiful page. And um, we'll see you next week. We, we have snacks. snacks. All right. Cap three. Cap three. Cap three. The Winter Hunter War. <laughs> the Winter Hunter War. Soldier. That sounds right. Soldier. Yeah. Feels right. A fortune? The fir- no. Hey. hey oh, wait. Who's doing this one? Me. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened Did there. Did I suddenly not I don't know. for you? <laughs> I don't know what happened. That's so hurtful. You just you I'm went, literally sitting right here. You just went blind visible for a second. Yeah, I don't know what blind happened. Blind visible? Blind visible. Is that more <laughs> invisible than just being invisible? <laughs> I thought it was from something. Yeah, it's from Buffy. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Rhymes with blind visible. It was season six, season one. 
of the living 